Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Brittany Griner represents everything in this country. Uh, she's female, she's LGBTQ, she's black, and she's extraordinary. Ah, uh, yes. Finally, American exceptionalism is acknowledged on CNN's air by the uh, apparently former communist Van Jones, because America is now a uh, black, gay, female, exceptional country. I know this because I watch CNN, too. And well, happy Friday to you, and welcome. Boy, it's too bad nothing has happened in the last 23 hours since last we convened. We have the... Uh, the second, you know, we like to use the word tranche in Washington, D.C. from time to time. The second um, bombing run from uh, Elon Musk, the uh, African that saved America. And boy, it's a good one. Uh, a lot of names that you know that uh, Twitter and, you know, we haven't even gotten into Facebook and Google's algorithms and tampering with the elections and uh, their timing, their timing is always exquisite, isn't it, for the purposes of the Democrat Party winning elections? I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Uh, the timing is, I think, rather conspicuous. And uh, then we have the FBI, which is in it up to their crooked eyeballs, and uh, the CIA and the intelligence community tampering in our elections. It's an amazing time to be an American. Uh, not necessarily a good time, but an amazing time to be an American because the Democrat Party, the left, that is, has seized control. They have seized operational control of the United States of America. They have seized informational control, information dominance of the United States of America, cultural control of the United States of America. The coalition between the information oligarchs and the Democrat Party and that coalition has served them very well uh, on Election Day and in the weeks and months leading up to Election Day, which are, I guess, election weeks and election months, because the Democrats are making everything better. So now we don't have Election Day anymore. Uh, and it's not the votes that count. It's who counts the votes. Then there are the ballots versus the votes. And, and then there are, you know, all of the um, issues related to information dominance and the Democrat Party. Benito Mussolini described fascism as a, a marriage, a, co a coalition, a blending, a melding of state and industry, corporations and the party. And that's what we're seeing in the United States today. And it's not about steel and airplanes and locomotives. It's about information dominance. And the Democrat Party has secured said information dominance. They've taken over the United States like an invading army would take over the United States. The radio stations, the TV stations, the newspapers, then, of course, the, uh, the academy, universities, and then uh, trickling down, this is their uh, trickle-down dementia, the uh, schools. Uh, speaking of which, the private pseudo-Catholic school in Chicago played audio yesterday 
of the lunatic who brought sex toys in for the kiddies, for the underage kids. Uh, and, uh, you know, the boo-dos and the uh, boo-plugs and, and all that stuff. Well, it turns out they also have, uh, at the same school in Chicago, they have these gatherings of students, but they're racist, they're segregated. White kids are not allowed because this is the Democrat Party. They're uh, introducing the kids to, uh, you know, uh, butt plugs, the after-school Satan club, naturally, Bible bans, uh, and um, racially segregated events at the school, because that's your Democrat Party, the party of the rope and the tree, the party of the bullwhip, the party of the Confederate States of America. And I know what you're thinking when I say they're the party of the bullwhip. You're thinking uh, Robert uh, Maplethorpe and his uh, taxpayer-funded photo expositions. Well, maybe you're not, but I just reminded you of it anyway. <laughs> uh, we've got, uh, we've got uh, more, stuff, more stuff today between uh, the freeing. Do you know this uh, uh, Brittany Griner? Do you know her past as a domestic abuser? Are you familiar with this? Because I don't think CNN or MSNBC or The Washington Post has brought any of this up because she's on Team Democrat, you know, because she is what makes America great. She's a, um, a black, a female, lesbian, LGBTQ, um, spousal abuser. She, uh, you know, the, the blood and the police and the injuries and the bite wound and uh, with her, that was her first wife, her ex-wife. This hasn't come up. Joe Biden didn't mention any of this stuff at the White House yesterday. It's uh, it's remarkable, but I have it for you because I I'm kind of old-fashioned, you know. I'm I'm what you call a conservative, and I think spousal abuse should be frowned upon. Democrats, on the other hand, I think they're going to be teaching it in school soon. Oh, here's the best way to abuse your spouse. Yeah, like Raphael Warnock um, uh, when the police showed up for the domestic abuse, and he's a Democrat in good standing as well. You know, he's no Ted Kennedy. I mean, you know, he didn't leave a girl upside down in a car to drown while he went and got a little nap and then some brunch. Uh, but he did run over his own wife's foot after, you know, the uh, uh, police were called for the domestic abuse thing. But when you're a Democrat, that's okay. That's honestly fine. That's not a thing. The Democrat Party is good with that. They're fine. So uh, very excited. The news media couldn't be more excited. I mean, it was like, uh, honestly, it was like the moon landing. It was like uh, the astronauts of Apollo 11 returning to Earth after the first moonwalk uh, with Brittany Griner arriving in the United States. Actually, the private jet arriving at an airfield in Texas reminded me of the, uh, what it reminds you of, Michael. <laughs> Reminded me of the uh, Obama-Biden administration delivering plane loads of cash on pallets to the Iranians uh, so they could more effectively kill us. That's, uh, they're not on our side. You know what I'm talking about? They are not on our side. Oh, speaking of which, in Iran, they've executed now their first protester. See this? Uh, well, that we know of. That's the first uh, one that we know of. Uh, executed the first protester. Joe Biden still doesn't have anything to say about it because Joe Biden's not on the side of freedom-loving people everywhere. I am. You are. Joe Biden is not. He is the doddering, uh, stumbling president of the United States. However, uh, Also, thanks to Joe Biden, the Taliban put out a thank you note to Joe Biden today. They have resumed public executions because, you know, Allah is quite Akbar in case 
you uh, had not already been aware of that. And they've, uh, they've resumed the public executions of overwhelmingly innocent people. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing that Joe Biden has caused more havoc and destruction. Then there's our border and uh, the cartels and the human trafficking and the fentanyl trafficking and the 107,000 American fatal drug overdoses last year. And, you know, Joe Biden is uh, he's quite the president. Yes, he is. And the uh, the the butcher of Leon uh, <laughs> that uh, Joe Biden freed is not really the butcher of Leon. He's the merchant of death. He's the merchant of death. He's, uh, he trades in uh, death. And he's been involved in all these awful wars in Africa where they chop the children's arms off and they have the, the child armies and the, uh, the savagery and the brutality is, is uh, like out of a scary Hollywood movie. It's like Saw 4. Uh, but uh, this is the guy that, that uh, Joe Biden had released. Now, uh, the U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan, not released uh, in exchange for the merchant of death, Victor Bout. Uh, and his wife, Allah, all about. He's got a wife. Her name is A-L-L-A, all about. It's all about her. And it's uh, now it's all about Victor Bout. And he's being greeted at home as a hero, uh, the private jet. And uh, Joe Biden left the U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan, in a Russian prison, plus another American named Mark Fogel in a uh, Russian prison, plus another American named David Barnes in a Russian prison. And... There is a California school teacher named Sarah Krivenek who was thrown into a Russian prison thanks to Joe Biden and the Joe Biden State Department. She was thrown into a Russian prison uh, when I think last December, yeah, December of 2021, 46-year-old English teacher from California, she went there to teach English. She was living with a man, I believe a Russian man, who was beating her. And the Russian man was beating her. The police came. And um, and they had a hearing scheduled. They had a hearing scheduled about the uh, the uh, she was being abused by this man she was living with. And the U.S. Embassy last December recommended that she leave Russia, even though she had a hearing pending, that she leave Russia because there was war coming in Ukraine. See, so she went to the airport where she was arrested for trying to flee the country on the recommendation of the U.S. Embassy. Um and she was thrown in jail last December. Well, she was released yesterday, and uh, none of the news media cares because, you know, she's not a black LGBTQ WSC POC uh, that the Biden administration has turned into a hero, even though she has a history of domestic abuse. But, um, but never mind any of that because, you know, the facts don't matter. The news doesn't matter. We don't have a news media in the country. In fact, you know, ABC, NBC, and CBS still have not touched the Twitter story. I'm talking about the one from a week ago. Uh, they still haven't touched it. Zero minutes and zero seconds for ABC. Zero minutes and zero seconds for CBS. Zero minutes and zero seconds for NBC. Uh, that is our Soviet, Iranian, North Korean, not a news media, news media. Just extraordinary. You know, I saw this train coming a long time ago. It's why I left CNN, because it became too embarrassing to say that I worked in the news business. So I had to find a new job where I could just give the unvarnished truth. Amazing stuff. And we learned a lot because uh, yesterday the former, this, uh, you know, uh, Barry Weiss, former New York Times reporter, she left the New York Times for the same reason that I left CNN. And that is she could no longer 
um, except what her news organization was was pawning off as news. So she left, but she's been brought in now by Elon Musk uh, and working with Matt Taibbi. She was in charge of the the big drop yesterday, and uh, the big drop. I once participated in a military exercise called Operation Big Drop, o- Operation Big Drop. But uh, I still have the T-shirt. But never mind, never mind that. Now we're talking about uh, our friend Dan Bongino, whose name was revealed yesterday, targeted by the Twitter uh, commies. Charlie Kirk, ta- uh, targeted by the Twitter commies. The libs of TikTok. A uh, Stanford University doctor, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. And uh, he warned early on that lockdowns and masks would be detrimental to children and schools, and we shouldn't be locking down the schools and having the mask mandates. And so he was blocked and banned and obstructed because he was telling the truth. In war, the first casualty is truth. Well, with Democrats, the first casualty is truth because they're not liberals, they're the left. And honestly, if there are any liberals left in the Democrat Party, and there are very, very few, we had that one Democrat member of Congress uh, from California, who, uh, who spoke, up, spoke up about this. You know, liberals would be against this. This is all the proof you need that today's Democrats are not liberals, that these people that call themselves liberals are not liberals. They're leftists. Leftists are fascists. They're authoritarian. They are totalitarian. They're anti-free speech. They're anti-free practice of religion. They're anti-Second Amendment. They're anti-Bill of Rights, they're anti-American, they're anti-freedom, they're anti-liberty. They're the left. No one is more illiberal than a leftist. And they prove it every single day. And again, we haven't even gotten to Facebook and the Google search algorithms and tampering with uh, elections in, in Brazil, in Arizona, in the United States of America. The Democrat Party wields its power like a chainsaw in a horror movie. And it's all about their power. Pretty extraordinary stuff. And what about, and again, our fake news media doesn't even cover the story. It's just the heroic story. She is America. She's black. She's a woman of color. She's LGBTQ. And she's excellent. Can she even dunk? I, uh, yesterday, my tease uh, for today was, uh, asking you, can you even name what team Brittany Griner paid for, uh, played for? Um, and, uh, and, and then I saw it later in the day, Jack Posobiec actually tweeted out, I think he might have tweeted while we were on there before uh, we did our tease to give him credit, but it is a, a very good question. How many Americans could even tell you, you know, this great American icon? We're being told she's an icon. She's an emblem of America um, because... She's, um, you know, W-O-C-L-G-B-T-Q. And that's, uh, you know, the Democrat Party's brain is a sock pulled inside out. It really is. I mean, uh, you know, fine, fine. Um, You know, I don't care if she's, uh, you know, who she sleeps with. I don't care what her melanin levels are because that's what it means to be an American in the 21st century. These guys, on the other hand, They have the racially segregated events at schools in Chicago where they're handing out boo-dos and boo-plugs and uh, because, you know, just don't say they're grooming children. So I've got an update for you on uh, on those things and many more. Like uh, global warming, there's a funny story in the Washington Post today. 
unintentionally, of course, uh, that uh, liberals could learn from if they were capable of learning. So those are a few of the things we're going to get at today. Uh, Democrat Senator Kristen Sinema goes by again. She's the first openly bisexual member of the Senate, openly being the key word. Uh, and now she's leaving the Democrat Party and going independent, which makes sense somehow, doesn't it? There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Ah, yes. You know, the left is the left is the left, in, in case uh, you weren't already aware of that. Uh, Soviet communists, the Chinese communists, North Korean, Cuban, and the American left. They're the left. They're, they're looking to take down the big dog. That's the United States of America. Cultural Marxism is everywhere. Uh, the educational system is a catastrophe. But uh, at least your kids will be raised to be sexual deviants and uh, gender dysphoric. Uh, and racists and racial segregationists and and uh, very kinky, very kinky as well, because the Democrats have sunk their teeth into our schools and the children and and our culture. This is this is what they're up to. Um, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We're at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. Let's go to Helen calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Helen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks for taking the call. I wanted to say that this Russian aggression will eventually stop. And at that time, Americans need to have a long memory and not be getting off of their tour boat in St. Petersburg and not going into Russia uh, because Russia needs to have uh, there needs to be a reckoning for Russia snatching American citizens unjustly. There needs to be a reckoning of that. Just like after World War II, many Americans would not have anything to do with Japan or Germany for like 15 years and hit, hit Russia hard in where their oligarchs make all their money. And, the, and that is so don't go to Russia. If, if you believe in American values and you're against communism, don't go visit Russia even after this is all over. Thank you. You bet. And I tell you what, I've done that. I've been to Russia um, uh, many times, actually, and uh, at least twice on on uh, cruise ships into St. Petersburg. And uh, at least once had a minder assigned to myself and my best girl uh, who didn't want to let us out of the car uh, when we wanted to walk along the, the river. And instead, they just followed close behind us. This is The Chris Plant Show. All right, so uh, big stories to get to. Uh, Our friend Dan Bongino, uh, Charlie Kirk, libs of TikTok, Exposed last night by uh, Elon Musk's new, open, transparent, honest, non-fascist Twitter. And, you know, Jack Dorsey, the uh, founder and owner of uh, Twitter uh, for a long, long time, he lied under oath before Congress, which is no big deal as long as you're a Democrat. Ask James Clapper and, oh, you know, Adam Schiff. Uh, he, he, he lies. He's uh, never under oath, though, so he can lie pretty well. Uh, also, uh, cringe, cringe Jean-Pierre. 
She's got some singular plural disagreements in her response yesterday, grammatical issues that I, I will uh, point out because, um, you know, the English language is dying right in front of us and nobody's saying anything. But I whipped open my Washington Post today, and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to avoid becoming a third-world country. We're not doing a very good job of it. Some of us are trying to avoid becoming a third-world country. The left is driving us into third-world status. The open borders and the uh, corruption of the language and the abandonment of the language and uh, economically and uh, a whole range of ways and the sexual deviancy, the street violence, the crime, the corruption, uh, you know, third-world uh, we are here. But on uh, page 13 of the Washington Post today, will peruse, you know, it's a country in South America for Democrats listening along, will peruse fifth president in 25 months stick? I'm sorry, what? They've had uh, five presidents in 25 months. That's a new president every five months, just in case Democrats are listening along. Out of Lima, Peru, at her abrupt swearing-in ceremony as Peru's seventh president in as many years. That's right, they've had seven presidents in seven years and five presidents just in the last 25 months. Things are going well there. My best girl and I actually have Peruvian friends, and I was talking to a Peruvian friend last night, and his younger brother, well, his son actually is coming in from Peru to the United States to get the heck out of there. And he's uh, planning on staying permanently if his father, our friend, um, gets his way. And his mother is coming in as well to try to, you know, get the hell out of there because the place is on fire and it's uh, crazy. So the new president, uh, Dina Boularte, called for an end to the relentless political warring. Sure, that has undermined this nation's governability for much of the last decade. And and I look at this and I think, well, you know, this is uh, this is the kind of stuff we used to scoff at in the United States and laugh at. But we are really not in a position to laugh at this sort of thing so much anymore because we're not in very good shape ourselves right now because the left, the real left, the international left has taken over the Democrat Party and they're in charge of the White House. And right now, still uh, for weeks, the House of Representatives and and the Senate going forward, although Kristen Sinema, um, you know, uh, going soft on the Democrat Party and declaring she's no longer a Democrat, she's going to be an independent. But Bernie Sanders calls himself an independent, too. He's a communist because that's much more in the mainstream of the Democrat Party. So more on that later. But the Washington Post today also on page 14. Ancient DNA. They got a picture of mastodons going through a... Uh, a verdant, fertile landscape. Looks quite beautiful. Looks like a fake poster of, uh, like from a Steven Spielberg movie or something. Ancient DNA, Greenland they're talking about. Ancient DNA offers possible glimpse of Greenland two million years ago. Two million years ago. That's, that's some time ago. And, uh, and they've got their uh, Kasha Patel typed up the story, missing the point altogether. And Kash Patel says, not much lives in the northernmost tip of Greenland today. Some lichens and moss survive the polar desert. But almost nothing there of any life, of any significance. You see, 
said evolutionary geneticist Elke Vilkerson. Yet millions of years ago, a much warmer climate supported an ecosystem that was teeming with a wide diversity of life. And Wilversev, the environmentalist, has the DNA to prove it. Now, that's the opening paragraph in this story. Now, what is to be learned from that? <laughs> I just Let's bring this to like a first-grade classroom with little children. What can we learn from that? You see, the northern tip of Greenland, nothing survives there. It's, uh, it's an icy desert. And uh, there's a little bit of lichen and, and some moss, but that's all that survives in the polar desert. But, you know, two million years ago, it turns out, if you look at uh, what the evolutionary geneticists are saying, and they have the evidence to prove it, millions of years ago, a much warmer climate supported an ecosystem that was teeming with a wide diversity of life. They love that word, diversity. They don't know what it means. And uh, they have the DNA to prove it. Now, you just uh, get that far into the story and you say, huh, wait a minute. Um, you mean the climate uh, changed and it was uh, northern Greenland was, was verdant. That means very green and lush and uh, fertile and uh, teeming with life two million years ago. And now it's an icy hell where uh, no human being could survive. Now, what does that actually tell you? It te- you, know what, you know what it tells me? That liberals are incapable of learning. That's what it tells me, is that, that uh, people on the left are so, uh, it's uh, doctrine, you know, and dogma, the Democrat Party, that uh, the climate never changed until you started driving your car. And uh, a uh, change in uh, two degrees Fahrenheit would be catastrophic for the planet Earth, when in reality it'd make the planet uh, much nicer. It'd be a ni- much nicer planet. And, uh, you know, northern Canada would become desirable. It'd be a place to live. They could grow crops and feed more people. That'd be good. But instead, the Democrats are pushing, you know what they're pushing? The voluntary human extinction movement. It's a movement. Everything with them is a movement. I think they uh, maybe need a more fiber in their diet or something, because uh, that's, that's just crazy. So the ancient DNA shows what Greenland may have looked like two million years ago, and now it's uninhabitable. Then it was beautiful, and the mastodons were happy, splashing around. There were rabbits jumping and beautiful flowers. I can see because they have a picture of it right here. Um, it's not an actual photograph, uh, Democrats, because there were no cameras two million years ago. See, that's uh, one of the tricks in the, uh, in the thing here. Yeah, the the study published Wednesday in Nature, the environmental uh, geneticist Vilderslev and his colleagues genetically mapped two million-year-old DNA from Arctic sentiments, now the world's oldest DNA to be identified. They discovered evidence, more than 100 plant genera, nine animal taxa, including the extinct elephant-like mastodon and even marine life within the same region. But wait, what does that mean that the climate has always changed and that sometimes it's warmer than other? Do you think that the giant ball of fire in the sky might have something to do with this? Nah, not a chance. That's not it. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, that's just, it's science. See, they're the party of science. And that's why it's on page 14. So most people won't get to it. And then you say, hey, wow, that's interesting. Uh, climate always changed. And you know, it used to be real nice, and now it's not. And uh, what should we learn from that? And the answer is nothing. Nothing. We should not. <laughs> we shouldn't learn anything from that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 
Man, oh, man. I'm telling you. And the Chicago private school. I need to get back to that and update it because there's a new update. Also, in Boston, you may remember uh, it was just earlier this year that the Democrat Party, the Biden administration, was doling out crack pipes. You know, because Hunter Biden's a crackhead and Joe Biden's the president. So they got that whole uh, crack in the family thing. What cracks in the family stays in the in the family, <laughs> something like that. And uh, and remember they lied to us about it, and then the fact checkers lied to us about it, and and all that stuff. Well, now um, Boston, perhaps you've heard of it. It's a city in Massachusetts, Gesundheit. Uh, they're doling out free crack pipes because the Democrats want everyone to die and be addicted to drugs uh, before you die. That's uh, that's their thing. Everybody start smoking dope early. Uh, get to your methamphetamine later, like St. George of uh, Floyd. And uh, then to your fentanyl and then die. And then that's good for the planet. See? And that's why they have uh, uh, created the human extinction movement. The voluntary human extinction movement where we should all not have children and die. That's, the, that's another Democrat program they have. Um, and uh, after-school Satan clubs, and, of course, the, you know, butt plugs for school kids because that's, uh, that's who they are. But the, uh, the story the, uh, out of Boston, Boston says yes to crack pipes, no to food. The Boston Herald, Herald uh, editorial staff, it's Boston logic, they call it in quotation marks, it's a suitable addition to the universe of, uh, universe of oxymorons such as jumbo shrimp and Democrat intelligence. How else could one describe the thought process that uh, decrees that the distribution of food to the denizens of the methadone mile as bad? They've got an area in Boston they call the methadone mile where they give methadone to heroin addicts because I used to be a heroin addict. Now I'm a methadone addict. You know, it's a, it's a program that the Democrats have had in place for a long time. So the uh, uh, city of Boston, the Democrats, uh, liberals, they call themselves, they're really leftists. They've condemned organizations that hand out food to people laying on the sidewalk along the methadone mile in uh, cold Boston in the wintertime, but giving out drug paraphernalia as good. As the Boston Herald reported, city officials have been handing out a flyer to organizations uh, and advocates who bring food to the people who frequent drug-plagued Mass and Cass. That's an intersection, the name of the neighborhood. The message was, stop it. While well-intentioned, your efforts can lead to harm to community members, one flyer reads. Some of the reasons listed, food distribution to people laying on the street because they're addicted to drugs. Food distribution vehicles and the crowds that they cause um, uh, uh, build up traffic issues on busy Southampton Street. Well, you know, you don't want people handing out food to the junkies sleeping on the street to cause traffic jams. So they're calling for an end to that. Improper disposal of food and packaging increases trash and rodent population. Oh, by the way, Washington, D.C. is number four for rats in the country. That's in the Washington Post today as well, behind New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., our nation's capital is number four. Uh, Democrats run all four cities, uh, and I think there might be some connective tissue there. So it leads to litter and risk the health of community members, never mind the junkies laying on the sidewalk. 
that used to be addicted to heroin, now they're addicted to methadone. Contrast that with the, comp- the campaign to give out pipes for smoking crack and meth and other drug paraphernalia because the Boston Health Commission and other mass and cass area institutions are distributing pipes for smoking crack and meth in addition to an array of other paraphernalia to this population. That includes cookers and tourniquets. See, tourniquets so you can tie off your arm to, uh, you know, hit up with uh, syringes in your arm so you don't need some tourniquets and then you might fall down and knock all your teeth out or something and need another tourniquet. All in the name of harm reduction. This is uh, their harm reduction plan. Mayor Michelle Wu is on the board. The state-funded syringe services and harm reduction program, which has been in place in Boston since 1994. So I guess there are no junkies now because they got the harm reduction since 1994. And in other communities across the state and country has helped reduce, this is what they say, the incidence of communicable diseases and saved lives, Wu's office said uh, when asked about the effort. So, see, they're saving lives. That's what they're doing. Because, you know, drug addiction just needs to be aided by the, the state, and then everything will be better. So, yeah, Boston officials defend distribution of crack and meth pipes at Mass and Cass is another headline from the Boston Herald. And then I went back to look at earlier this year. At factcheck.org, they're not a fact-checking organization at all. They're a Democrat Party front group, and they're a joke. And uh, remember that the Biden administration was sending out crack pipes. And when someone said, hey, you're sending out crack pipes, they said, no, we're not. We're not sending out uh, uh, crack pipes at all. Um, We're uh, not. And then uh, the fact-checkers, like at at, uh, factcheck.org and the others, their headline is Biden Initiative Funds Drug Overdose Prevention, comma, not, quote, crack pipes, end quote. And, uh, and, and then in this very fact check by factcheck.org, which is not a fact checking organization, it is a fraudulent group of fake journalists uh, who lie all the time. But if you go down, even in their own piece, buried way down in there, they said that the document from the Biden administration, Detailed items included in some smoking kits, such as, quote, glass stems, rubber mouthpieces, brass screens, lip balm, and disinfectant wipes. Now, wait a minute. The glass stem with a rubber mouthpiece and a brass screen (laughs) is, and and this is with a straight face. They're telling you that they're not distributing crack pipes. And then they say, well, you know, what you use it for is up to you. That doesn't make it a crack pipe. No, actually, it does make it a crack pipe. But uh, this is a Democrat Party-run organization, factcheck.org. It is not a legitimate fact-checking organization. They took over the, it's a project of the Annenberg Public Policy. They target these foundations funded by rich Republicans, and they corrupt the hell out of them. And then the news media, media cites them as sources. It's a circle fest extraordinaire. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. If you go to the Chris Plant store, chrisplant.com or the Chris Plant store, we have bundled packages of fun because Christmas is coming and a free koozie with every purchase. Great stuff there. Remember, normal bundled package. What do you get, 20% off? I think it's 20% off. 
20% off and more. A great presence for liberals and Americans, too. Let's go to uh, the telephones, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Jason calling from Kensington. Jason, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good day, Chris. How you going, mate? Yeah, I'm great. What do you say, huh? Uh, much. I remember being in school back in the 70s when I was a young kid, and um, I remember really uh, easily that the teachers back then were telling us about the Ice Age coming, and um, we were kind of freaking out about that. I, I remember that because they, I remember going home and telling my mother that maybe stuck up on some on some winter woolies, you know, for the <laughs> upcoming Ice Age. Uh-huh. I remember, I remember that because we were freaked out because you know, as a kid, you think it's coming, you know, it's coming tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I, I remember it too. And we were told the armadillos were headed south <laughs> in, in the northern plains, and somehow the armadillos were ahead of all of us. They based this on ever cooler temperature readings in the Great Plains <laughs> on land and the North Atlantic at sea, and on the headlong retreat of the heat-loving armadillo from Nebraska to the Southwest and to Mexico. ABC's Howard yeah. K. Smith. See the armadillos? They know. They're yeah. smart. They're yeah. smarter than people. Well, the thing is, too, is now we've got these climate emergencies coming up in Australia now because we often have a water shortage out there. And for years, we've been trying to figure out why the government doesn't send water out to the to the western areas, which often have drought and cows dying a lot. But they they let the green people basically control where the water goes, and you know, which is what they want. They want to control the water, and you know, if they have a seven year drought, so be it. But for years, the you know, failed to be able to get water out to these fellas because of the Green Party stopping the damming. If only um, you were surrounded by water that could be desalinated. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they they tried that and they got killed too because of the, um, because of the Green Party too. The so fish probably it was probably bad for fish and you know uh, lefties <laughs> love fish but they hate people. Exactly. Yeah. No, they're more important. They kill humans off first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the voluntary human extinction movement is a Democrat Party movement. They want to kill all the people in order to save the planet because the planet is great without people. You know, it's great for uh, armadillos would be very happy. They uh, and, you know, the climate would, of course, continue to change as it always has. Um, but at least there'd be no leftists there to complain about it. That'd be good. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.